Hi, and welcome to Watershed Writers. I'm Tannis McDonald, and I have with me Francis Roberts Riley, and we thought we would start season three with a little bit of talk about what we've been doing over the summer, because the planets aligned, the literary planets aligned, and we both had books that we were promoting this summer. And we thought we'd talk a little bit about what it was like to tour with a book and to be back in touch with in-person audiences. Now, I stayed in Canada, but Francis went to the UK. <laughs> Francis, tell me about about that. Yes, I went to uh, Wales. Um, my book, Paramecia, a Robert E. Poetry Collection, was actually published in Wales by Cinnamon Press. So, And I have all my roots um, from my Welsh Gypsy heritage in Wales. It just made sense to go and uh, tell our story back to them. What was wonderfully surprising was the reception it got that many of them in the audience came up and told me, well, I'm a Welsh Gypsy. And so I met like distant cousins. I had. These were all family branches that you knew of, but yeah. didn't know personally. And apparently they heard about book launch and they came to hear it. We, I, and it was just amazing and was exhausting. <laughs> There's a there's a whole side to publication about launching books and about uh, about events because writers are very private when they're writing their books. We're mostly stuck in a room writing and mm -hmm. right, and then all of a sudden it's just you telling your story. Sometimes <laughs> in front of a room of strangers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and the thing that you have to go with is expect the unexpected, and the real doubts come in when you something or will they come. <laughs> Well, yeah. an audience. You know, both you and I are published by small independent presses. Yours is in Wales. Mine is, is here. I'm Straggle. Adventures in Walking While Female is my new book and is published by Woolsack and Wynn in Hamilton. And it's a great publisher, but it's also not a huge publisher, right? And I'm well aware of the effort that goes into promoting all of that season's books from that publisher. And I can't hog all of their attention. So I have to do some of it on my own. Yes, that's um, true. And I had two as well. And it really helped to have boots on the ground there. I had a colleague who um, as a, a Welsh speaker. So that helped because we live in a pretty fast, swift culture here. And we can expect an answer to an email, what, 48 hours at the most? N not, not over there. No. Oh, no? Yes. Yeah, so there was a lot of, is this going to happen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you say there was like a cultural difference in terms of setting up events. Setting up events, exactly. And in one of the uh, venues, it was an art gallery. I kept getting, I'm out of the office. And <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so my, my contact in Wales made the phone call and spoke in Welsh to them. So uh, for, I, I think we were a week out before I actually knew it was going to happen. <laughs> But, and, but there was a huge thing this summer, too, about people didn't know whether any in-person events would happen. Mm -hmm. And I know the person uh, who was running uh, publicity for me would say, I'm trying to book this mm -hmm. and no one can give me a, an answer. So she was yeah. getting answers, but the answers were all, we don't know whether we can go with an in-person event yet. Yeah, I had right. exactly the same, especially where typically my publisher would put uh, readers in cafes. They didn't mm. have staff. They, they just... Yeah couldn't hold a venue there because they didn't have the staff to pull it off. So yeah. then there was a plan B, you know? Well, I've never done as many outside events as I did this year because that was the safe option. So I led Poetry Walk and I read from Straggle in all sorts of outdoor spaces. Yes. So uh, yes. that was one way to get by it. And then, of course, I read Masked and I read 
you know, in all kinds of uh, situations. So it really was expect the unexpected. And you went home too, didn't you, Dennis? I did. I, I went to uh, I went to the prairies, and it's lovely to. I, I taught on the prairies for a number of years, so it was lovely to see former uh, former students, all of whom were doing really well and writing their own books. And um, it's always great to go home and go to uh, McNally Robinson in Winnipeg. Yeah, well, I, I, but I was found a... I was super jealous of your um, of all the pictures I saw of uh, like of these great harpists mm -hmm. and musicians that you were reading with. Well, I, I wanted to keep within the Romani Gypsy tradition, which is uh, spoken word and music. And so I was working with a 16 year old brilliant harpist who we just flowed. I mean, it was just incredible. I'd read a poem, I'd tell a story, she would um, play a jig or a hornpipe from our repertoire. Um, and then at the end, she came on with her dad and did clock dancing. Oh, wow. And so, I mean, the audience were almost on their feet, you know, it was, um, we had a packed house every time. Oh, that sounds so that, great. That was great. Um, I just wanted to keep within the tradition of storytelling and spoken word, you know, of my of my heritage. And for me, it was um, it was an interesting kind of mix because uh, Straggle is a what we're calling a hybrid book in that it's it's sort of uh, meets at the corner of nonfiction and poetry. It's more nonfiction than poetry. A lot of uh, people who knew my work would show up to listen to me read poetry and, and then say, oh, no, wait a minute, this is prose. Well, I was a mixture of storytelling and, and poetry, which is in my tradition, the way you do it. Don't know if you call that a hybrid, but... This is not a, a new thing. In fact, it's a very old thing that is being reclaimed, I would uh, say. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad you had a wonderful time. I was catch, keep, I was keeping up. I was on the road, but I was keeping up with you. Yeah, I think you had a brilliant time. I think it's still going on, isn't it? Uh, a little bit. I'm yeah. I'm at the Wild Riders Festival coming up. I'm yeah. also at Sudbury Wordstock beginning of November, and still have a few events out there. It's one thing about a book; it doesn't actually, you know, get old. You True, know, I, but, I published mine in 2020, and this was the first chance I had to go out, and, yeah. and it was just as fresh as it was in. Two years ago. Yeah. See, it's it's the technology of the book. You know, yeah. ink on paper. It's vulnerable in some ways. It can get wet, um, but uh, in other ways, it uh, it survives. So yeah, I think I think the biggest. I'm sort of processing it three weeks later. I'm realizing that what I gave them was something that I was proud of and and loved and imbued with love, and it was a gift to them that they could be proud of in Wales. Yeah, no, that was great. That was huge. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are ready for a third season of Watershed Writers, and that is coming up. Thanks, Francis, for talking to me about your uh, your tour experience. Well, thank you, Tennis. 